staring at her inquisitively. Two wide amber eyes hovered in front of her. The eyes were set in an oddly shaped triangular face that was covered with brown and black fur. Tate flinched and shoved at the creature that had settled onto her chest. She sat up, heart pounding and sweat dripping from her cheeks. I'm sorry, the furry creature called as it bounded to the wooden floor of the wagon. It was a foot long and a rather odd mix of creatures. It looked a bit like a miniature wingless dragon, with more than a little bit of house cat thrown in for good measure. Rizik, Tate muttered, then swallowed. It was bright now, too bright, and she squinted to block out the harsh desert sunlight streaming through the wagon's slatted windows. Running her hand through her short cropped hair, she remembered dreaming of herself as she used to be, the girl who appeared pampered, but whose rich clothes hid the bruises of a tortured slave. One of the first things she'd done when she escaped Annika's stronghold was to take a knife to her waist-long hair, cutting off the shiny locks without a care for what she'd look like. That girl in her dream was someone else, someone she'd never be again. Except that now she was heading back to that desert stronghold, straight back to a life she thought she'd left behind, straight back to Annika. The wagon was still, so it appeared that they'd stopped for breakfast. No one was inside except for her and Rizik who now cowered in a corner. Blankets and packs lay haphazardly over the floor, and crates of supplies were open in a corner. Tate looked up and saw the hanging lamp that had kept her awake the night before, its glass sooty from years of use. The wagon's door flew open, and a small figure bounded in. At first it appeared to be a child wearing a purple cloak covered with bulging pockets, but Tate knew it was no child. Hi, Sindri, she croaked, her throat parched. Sindri Suncatcher, Kender Wizard, beamed at her and scrambled to her side. His violet eyes studied her face, no doubt immediately seeing her distress. From her experience, Kender didn't miss much. Wow, you must have had some dream. Sindri plopped down next to her, then pulled a piece of bread from one of his pockets. Hungry? Thirsty, actually, she said. She rubbed at her throat, remembering the pain of Annika's grip. It had just been a dream, but it had felt so real like she was living through it all over again. Oh, of course, Sindri said. He dug through his pockets, looking for something that would ease her thirst. So, what was your dream about? Tate didn't answer. She didn't want to. It was because of Sindri that she was on this ill-fated quest into the dangerous desert land of Kerr. Annika was after him, and Sindri wanted to take the fight directly to her instead of being hunted. Tate hadn't wanted to go, not at first but Sindri had convinced her. She swallowed and studied her small friend. He had taken off his boot and now he peered inside, as though he might find water in there. She smiled, but the moment was short-lived. No, she didn't want to tell Sindri about Annika, not when he was so sure that he could take the old wizard on. He'd soon see for himself of what Annika was capable. Hmm, lukewarm water, my favorite. Sindri looked up at Tate as she spoke. The girl grimaced as she took another sip of water from a skin. Mine too, Sindri said, though I thought this water tasted more like sweat than normal water, sort of briny and musky. Interesting stuff. Tate arched a black eyebrow and regarded Sindri with a disturbed look. Then, despite herself, she laughed. Yes, she said, eyeing the water skin. Tasty. Sindri shrugged. He and Tate stood in the shade of a squat wagon that had rotting wood walls covered with faded red paint. Like several similar wagons parked behind it, it carried supplies for trading. 
The smell of animal skins and rotted apples mingled into a fascinatingly awful stench, but the heat trapped inside made Sindri itchy, so despite the curious smells he chose to be outside the wagon as much as possible. Not that it was any less hot outside. Sindri and his companions had long since left behind the cool spring forests that had surrounded his old home, Cairngorm Keep. Near the keep they discovered a hidden temple that revealed secrets about the magic that Kender like him weren't supposed to possess, and directions to another temple that promised to reveal more.